Welcome. I'm Therese Padegian, host and founder of Soulful Practices in Business. In this podcast, we have conversations that are created in the moment about managing business and practice life for soulful, intuitive practitioners. My first ever podcast guest, everyone. This is Tim Dwyer, and Tim is from the Bob, which is Business of Brand School, which is something quite phenomenal, which I have been able to tune into. Uh, their webinars and um, I invited Tim on because I have learnt so much from him um, and I wanted him to share a little bit and so you guys get an idea of what it is that Tim does and how to actually brand your business. So Tim, can you take it away? Okay, Uh, thanks Teresa. Um, So yeah, so business of brand, um, uh, we've been going now for um, six years um, uh, prior to that, I've, as you know, I've been working in this growth space for business for 20 years now. Um, but uh, this latest iteration is um, uh, is our final landing place, so to speak. Uh, we've now got a thing called Bob Earth, uh, which is an online platform uh, which shows businesses how to grow um, and uh, how to build communities and how to trade together. So uh, uh, there's some really exciting stuff coming up around that. Uh, but, but basically what we're, what we're doing. Um, it's so interesting you say that because I was mentioning to you before, you know, we're practitioners. So we go to school learning our practice. We're very good at applying it. You know, we're masterful at what we do. And then, but no one actually teaches us business. No one teaches us how to manage it, measure it, nothing like that. We have a lot of anxiety for people who are trying to tell people, you know what, don't be anxious, right? We have all that yeah on our end. So what are some of the things, if you would, or some of the tools that you can share with some of the practitioners who are listening, um, you know, to help us when it actually is about growing our business? Yeah. So, um, so just to give you a little bit of comfort, Teresa, I did a business degree. Yeah. So did I. It wasn't until I got into, it wasn't until I got into business and, and worked with my business partner, Darren Schul, or did I actually work out how to do business? Um, because what happens is, which is quite <laughs> hilarious. Um, uh, so what what business degrees and all that sort of stuff teaches us? It teaches us how to work in a business that's already established. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't necessarily teach us how to actually establish a business. Um, and there's certain steps that businesses need to take, and some certain concepts um, that people. If they get their head around and they and they and they measure it differently, um, they can then see business in a new light. Mm. So I'll just give you some examples. I, I can't Please. cover off all the topics. Um, so just letting you know, there's 36 topics, um, and there's 18 that sit in how to grow revenue, mm-hmm. and there's 18 that sit in how to actually structure for growth. So there's, uh, there'll, there'll be people out there that will know how to grow a business, but they don't know how to structure. And there'll be people out there that know how to structure that don't know how to grow. Mm. So what we've done is we've brought both of the two sides of the coin together so you can grow your business as well as structure your business. Mm. So why don't I give you some examples of, what, of both sides of the coin. So uh, Lin- Lindsay Boyd, one of my business partners in the UK, she, her and Darren Shirtle founded Bob. Um, and she comes very much from the growth side. And Darren and I came very much from the um, uh, structuring side of how you actually structure for growth. So um, one of the things that um, Lindsay um, has proven globally 
um, is that uh, uh, businesses grow faster if they're brand-led as opposed to sales-led. Now, let me just repeat that. Businesses mm. grow faster and they have much more pleasure if they're brand-led as opposed to sales-led. Now, what happens in business um, is people go into business and they, they go and do a chiropractic degree or they go and do a doctor's or they go do... Um, uh, actually, I won't talk about doctors. Um, <laughs> um, okay. they're, they're a different category altogether. Um, mm. Or they go do an architectural degree or they'll, they'll go do something um, and then they'll go into the world and they go, right, I now I've got to go create a client because I've now got my degree, I've got my qualifications, I've got to go put my shingle on the door, now I've got to go create, find clients. And so what they do is they go out into the world and they go and see if they can find some clients um, and put, put, they might put an advert in um, uh, online or in the old days they used to put it in the old pages. Uh, people would look them up and sort of say, there's a chiropractor, I'll go see a chiropractor because I've got a bad back. Mm. Um, and I've heard these chiropractors can fix that sort of stuff. So um, that's what we call sales-led. Um, it's very it's very simplistic, um, and it means that you're at um, uh, the effect of whatever's going on in the market. Mm -hmm. um, so is that making sense so far? That makes a lot of sense, yeah. Yep. Now, the, the traditional approach where people will go, well, I'm a chiropractor, let's go get some clients. Then they realise that there's other people that they can introduce them to. They call them partners. Um, so there could be doctors or there could be other people that can introduce me to clients. And so now I build a bit of a relationship up and now I start getting some referrals, et cetera, from external parties. Now business is going a little bit better uh, because I'm getting referrals now and it feels a lot more secure. Um, now, at that point there, a lot of businesses stop. Uh, they get and they get to their capacity and they can't do anything more um, and so they reach this level of revenue that they can generate um, then they do that for a period of time and then they go I'm starting to get bored of this what else can I do I need to earn some more revenue because I'm still only earning a hundred grand or 80 grand or the average is less than 80 grand actually for most business owners mm -hmm. um, which is quite surprising to a lot of people um, and then they go, well, what other products can I sell my existing clients? Um, and then once I sell some other products, then hang on a minute, it's not just about chiropractic tree or it might be around something else. I need to expand my brand because I've got all these other products that I want to sell as well. Now, all of that takes about 17 to 30 years. Mm. Yeah. And the experience around it is slow. Um, and a lot of people hit what we call mini brick walls. They hit mini areas where they get either get disillusioned with where they're up to or they get stressed with where they're up, up to and they go, you know, why am I doing this? And um, they want a change of some sort. Um, so, so that's the general experience of the marketplace. Now, um, when we go in and work with businesses, it's, we, we, we flip it. Um, and what we do, we go, firstly, we have to identify what the person's brand is. Uh, but when we're talking about a person's brand, we're talking about what their purpose is. Uh, so what difference do they want to make in the world? Um, and how can they link that to their business model? Mm. Um, so we talk about what, who, who they who is, who they really want to have an impact with. Um, uh, then we talk about what their purpose is. 
Um, and then we talk about what their key asset is that makes them special. Uh, what's the asset that sits inside of them? I mean, Teresa, your asset is just absolutely phenomenal, how you can um, uh, read someone's body and see what's going on in their mind and also their history uh, mm. to see what's actually impacting them. Uh, it's just absolutely exquisite. Um, now, what that's all about, that's your special talent. Um, and then it's all about, well, what's the purpose that you're driving into the marketplace? And then it's the who. And then what's the brand messaging that sits around that mm. um, that then goes out into the marketplace? Now, when you... when it, Sorry, do you want to ask a question? Um, no, yeah, I, I want to say it's actually really interesting when you, um, when you said people want to change or they hit those brick walls. Within... Um, well, I'm going to talk within chiropractic. There's this thing that people say there's the five-year burnout. So it's like they'll do it and then all of a sudden it's like after five years or maybe seven or maybe even 10 years, they go, no, like I just don't want to do this anymore. And I actually, I totally get that. And at the same time, can I just share what I've realized I've done is I've actually stopped to actually start thinking these things to go, wow, I've actually hit a brick wall. I need to go to that next level. There's a depth of what I'm doing. And I need to know how to actually articulate that. So I just wanted to share that. Yeah, no, and, and, and that's what happens because we, we only have so much in us for a particular task. Mm. Um, we can only do a certain task for so long uh, <laughs> before we do hit plateau and before we do think we, we, we need to shift our energy some, somehow. We need a new input. We need an upload of something different to, to, to re-energise us. Yeah, okay. Okay, beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Mm. So, so the, the whole thing around um, when, when, I, when I show businesses how to do it, I say the first thing is your first R is to get technically um, superior. Mm. So you need to get technical first and get that whilst you're building your business because the, it's all about quality. Everyone wants to go to quality. You want to know what, what your technical is going to be different to everyone else's. Um, so that you can communicate to the market what your product is. So as I said before, so you go brand first, which is about who you are and what you represent, and then what's your product line that you're going to build out over time. Um, so it mightn't be just chiropractic. It could be a whole lot of other things that you can join together to service the market. Mm. Uh, but we design those two things first before we actually drive our channel and partnership strategy or our sales strategy. So if you're able to build a product from your brand to your product, to your channel and then your sales, you can build a business in three to six years, not 17 to 30. Um, Tim, so that's a product. At the moment, we've got practitioners who are mainly going to be listening to this. So they are providing a service. How can mm -hmm. we kind of tailor it for them to go you know you're providing a service and them to understand you can still provide a service and there's a product within that as well because it's yeah, sometimes yeah. hard when we're a clinician we're just always in clinical mode and it's a yeah. bit hard to to drift from that yeah and and, and that's the mistake mm. um so so businesses if they're always in clinical mode it means they're not building a business they've got a job. It just so happens that they own the business that gives them the job. Right? So um, there, there needs to be time allocated to be a business person. Someone has to sit in the business and be a business 
and take responsibility for the business. Now, what I mean by that as well is the service that you're providing is only one, like we show people how to productize service businesses. Mm. Uh, but the core service is your chiropractic. But that's a core business model. Now, what people used to do had their core business model and then they used to funnel in advertising to bring clients into their core and then they used to do some client service which, uh, to keep, keep people coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, so they give loyalty programs and every 10 visits you get, like I mean, all that sort of stuff that, that costs money. So basically marketing costs money, then you've got your core that makes you your money and then the servicing costs you money. Um, in today's world, there's a different business model. In the 21st century business model, you will have products that bring awareness to the fact that you even exist. And some of those products you can charge for. Uh, you can have products that will give you leverage. And that's all before you get products that will drive into your core product. Now, um, uh, one of the products that you're creating right now is a, um, a, a, a podcast slash web conference or webinar. Mm-hmm. Um, that will bring awareness to the, to the fact that you exist in the marketplace um, to your who, who are other chiropractors. Mm. Yep. Um, now, at some point, you may be able to charge for these webinars. Um, you might be able to put them on a small platform where people pay a small monthly fee to get a- access to the webinars. Um, at the moment, a lot of people are giving this stuff away for free. Um, there is a trend away from that now. Um, mm. So people will start to charge for small incremental pieces of value. Now, that brings awareness to the product, which means that you can then start driving leverage and you could go into full education programs or you can go into um, uh, retreats or you can do different things to solve the industry problem or to solve the person's problem. Um, a lot of where the trend's going at the moment, a lot of people see themselves in silos. Yeah. Mm. Um, where we're going to is business, the consumer trend these days is they don't want silo. They want integrated. Mm. Tell so me a bit more about that. A, well, they don't want to go to a GP and then have to go to a chiropractor and then have to go to a dentist and then have to go. So where the trend of the world is going is a full integrated human um, um, uh, health and maintenance services. Um, so you're going to see a whole lot more amalgamations. You're going to see a whole lot more um, industry and different types of people coming together to provide a full service for the human being. Um, but what you're also going to see is you're going to see proactive. So it's going to move from reactive, come and tell us when you've, when you've got a, a, an problem, to proactive to, okay, you're up for your maintenance check. Uh, you got your six monthly check. This is all the things that sit in the six monthly check. Here's all the things that sit in the three monthly check. Here's mm. what it sits in your yearly check. Right? And all of that will be put into a system where people get, get their whole health maintained for them. And even better, they'll end up getting it all pre-scheduled for them. It'll go directly into, into their calendars so they don't have to worry about scheduling it anymore. And all the problems that are, that, that are out there in the market place today around looking after our health and well-being will be solved now this is the next 10-year trend Teresa I know Tim my head just went into clinic mode so you need to help me out 
So when you say the idea that it will be amalgamated, is it the idea of where you have some of the insurance companies now who are wanting to have, who are building a system where they've got the dentist in there, they've got the eye specialist in, the optometrist, they've got the chiropractor, they've got the physio all under one roof. Is that what you're talking about? No. No. Can you, because my head literally went into clinic <laughs> mode, I went, Tim, what do you mean? Um, can you share no. a little bit more? Or maybe in another way, yeah, so my yeah. head gets it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, 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 so the insurance companies and everything will do that so that therefore they can start pushing people to their services. It's, it's, it's not consumer. It's not yeah. around the consumer. No, it's not. That it's... is around the insurance agenda, yes. not the consumer's agenda. Okay, so tell me, yeah. now give me an example of, because that's where my head went because I'm kind of, I've seen that. So tell me... Give me an example of how everything's going to amalgamate. Well, so, so um, this is where you, the new thinking comes in and this is where the new practices come in. Okay. Right? And it's where new communities come in and work as a community to support the human being. Got so it. rather than the practice being at the centre of everything and then you've got the consumers coming in, yep. this is where the consumer, the, the person is at the centre of the circle. And then they've got the, all of the services that they need for their body, right, and for their and for their for their future health, all surrounding them. And then there'll be someone that actually works out which elements they need, and then those elements will be programmed in to be served give, given to them as a service. It will be an open system. It won't be a closed system controlled by insurance companies. Really? <laughs> okay. My next question is, and no. I don't. Yeah. Now, yeah. Teresa, I'm painting a vision here for all of the all of the people that are watching this, right? This is possible. You're but the thing seeds. is, you have to do businesses differently. But um, that's the trend of every marketplace is moving towards this trend, which is a person to person trend, not a business to consumer, not a business to business. It's people to people, and that's where the market trend is heading. Now, those people that stay in a 20th century business model, like what you're talking about, uh, mm -hmm. with people amalgamating for their, their purposes, not amalgamating for the consumer purposes, yeah, um, those ones will then eventually see this one going and go, oops, we need to change the way that we do this. I mean, because there's nothing wrong with that, what the, the amalgamation, it's just you've got to get the agenda right into human connection. Mm. Um, and we're always going to need human-to-human -human connection because human-to-human -human connection creates creativity. It's creation. So creativity creates. Um, and AI will never, I don't believe AI will ever be able to do that. Um, mm. But what it can do is it can take away all of the other stuff that, that is not creation, it's management or it's administration. Yeah. It's so beautiful. It's, it's true. Human connection and human allowed to create because that's what we feel that happens on the table every single time, if you don't mind me saying. It's because you are poised, you're present. And this is where you say, how do you bend time? It's like, no, we've got a structure and now you are able to create what it is that you actually need to create. It's actually, it's okay. so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah. um, Wow, I think my mind's just stopped for a moment, Tim. That was really huge. <laughs> that was really huge. Wow. Well, that's painting a picture. I so, need to take this so in. I'm, I'm, 
I'm, I'm painting a picture of the trend. So, so what we do is we, we look at trend lines to see where things are moving from and to. Yeah. So we pick a trend line and then we can see what's going to happen in the future based on the trend of what people are moving away from and to. Mm. Now, we're actually in a new era of business um, that's only coming about in, over the last matter of months and it will go for the next 20 years. Um, if you want to be precise, it'll go for yeah, mm. it'll go for thirty-two years. That this we're at the beginning of it. And what is this um, era and, and called? It's called the How era. Right. You need it's to all share about more. How. Mm. Well, it's we've gone from why to what to who. Ah, understood. To now, now. So. Um, so uh, in in two thousands to two thousand and tens, we were in the why era. Um, it was all about your why. You heard of Simon Sinek? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So Simon he wrote a book of all about the why. And why? as soon as he finished writing the book, and his presentations and everything got into the mass market, it's now mainstream. Um, now there's what we call three percent leaders, fifteen percent influencers and 25% mainstream and the rest of the lagoons. Okay. Now, um, every industry and every trend is led by the 3% leaders and the 15% uh, influencers. Now, it's the 15% influencers quite often make all the money, mind you, because the 3% leaders pick, find it, a trend, go fill it and then realize they want to go do something else because they're very highly creative people. Mm. Um, and then, the influencers like Simon Sinek of the world come in and pick up on that and make money off the back of it. Now, we've moved from the why era to the who era. So from 2000 and it was about 2000, 2016, up until 2019, we're in the why at the who era, which was all about the people to people connection. Now, just because you move to one new era doesn't mean the other era finishes. The other era keeps going. So the, the why and purpose is still critical because a lot of people still haven't got connection to their why yet. Mm -hmm. And it's the who sits above it saying, well, who, who do I want to be connected with and why? So who and why? And then the next year is, well, if it's the who and the why, then how am I going to serve them? And what's the best thing I could possibly do to serve them? Now, the how is now then generated by the consumer trend and the consumer trend wants everything to be integrated, not siloed. So they want, so I want all of my health to be integrated. I want to be able to go to one location. I want to be project managed. I want it to be all um, scheduled for me so I don't have to think about it. Um, I'm happy to pay a monthly fee uh, for that service um, and to have, have, every element of my human body looked after mm. and I'll pay for that. Being um, again, being a clinic mode. And the next thing that pops up in my head is the body is dynamic, right? So we don't know which way it will go. What do you say to something like that where you have stepped into a, a system where it is integrated and it's actually not going the way that you want or the way that you think it should be going? Yep. And that's the gap. Oh, understood. Okay. That's the gap in the market. Who's going to take the space 
of the person or the that that that, yeah. that looks at the body and looks at and who's the team that's going to put that person into the right program that's actually really interesting tim because that goes into a totally different conversation and it goes into a totally different dimension as a if you don't mind me saying as as a healer or there's a, a lot of people who what they talk is they hold space for when the stuff comes up from the body needs to know how to actually be with that person to be able to integrate that um that's yeah. where my mind is going is that what you are talking about yeah, so so there's 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 it's, it's going to be a combination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, uh, there's a there's a, a um, there's a human dynamic around thinking, feeling, and knowing. Yep. Um, so thinking is all the data. Feeling is all of the 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 actual emotions and 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 the blood flow and what 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 I'm actually feeling, and knowing is the spirit. So um, it's when we can have a connected health process, which does the thinking, the feeling, and the spiritual side of things, we will shift the industry. Because there's people out there that we can... Sorry? Can you just repeat that? When we have... So we have thinking, feeling, and intuition, and what we call the knowing, the Mm. connection to spirit. Um, now, um, uh, uh, when, we're, when we're looking at all three layers, um, the thinking is we've got data. So we can go get tests. We can get blood tests. We can get saliva tests. We can get all sorts of tests that we need to do to make sure that our body is working the way modern science says that our body needs to be working. Um, then there's the feeling component with, well, how am I feeling? What's the measurement for how I'm feeling? How am I feeling internally? How am I, what's my energies levels like? Um, and so that's where we need people to give, gain feedback from the verbal storytelling of how I'm actually feeling. Um, and, that's, and then there's what, what's actually going on, which people can't see. Um, and then practitioners that, who can look at a human being um, and have a look at how they're standing or have a look at what's going on for them can intuitively um, uh, uh, see what's going on and can go actually know something like this could be going on. Let's explore here. Mm. So um, the, the, the problem we have in a silo world um, is that people that sit in the measurement space don't necessarily understand then that sit those people that sit in the feeling space who don't necessarily understand those people that sit in the spiritual space. Mm. they're not connected so whoever works out how to connect those three um, and then build a brand and a product around it um, Mm. is going to do really well because that's the gap chiropractors are you listening to this it's exactly what we do we just need to step our game (laughs) (laughs) yeah wow tim wow thank you so much um, we do have to wrap it up. This was a lot of information. There was so much wisdom in this and it's actually beautiful to talk to um, a business person who actually gets it and practices consciously. So um, what I would like to wrap up with is a couple of things. First is um, how can 
uh, where do we direct them to if they actually do want to know more about Bob, uh, either Bob or Bob Earth? That's the first thing. And yep. then um, the second thing is I would love for you to leave us. So a lot of clinicians here. Look, there's also nurses. There's also doulas. Um, there's also massage therapists. And there is a couple of GPs in this community. What you would love, what, what's one thing you would actually love to go, guys, this is what you need to be doing now. Um, so um, the word is community. I love that word, Teresa. Mm. Um, so if you want to shift an industry, you've got to you've got to do it as part of a community. Um, so what we've done is we've created um, a thing called Bob Earth. So you can go to BobEarth.com, and you'll see a nice little spinning planet out there, which is our beautiful Earth, and we've created a virtual Earth where people can come and create their own groups and their own communities to shift industry as well as shift society into what we call the new era. Now, the whole purpose of Bob Earth is to bring all the beautiful purposes of everyone together so that we can talk about the people and the planet as opposed to mass production and consumption. And if we can then work out how we can... Um, uh, work together to solve the problems of the world through community, um, then, then we're going to leave this place a lot better than we entered it. Um, so um, if people want to know more about what to do, go to bobearth.com or you can go to businessofbrand.com and that's where you'll see some of our programs and stuff like that that we've got going there. But really what we're doing is wanting people just to come onto the earth. Um, if you sign up to the earth, you can sign up to... Um, all the, we've got a heap of webinars on there. Uh, we're up to 24 webinars now of our own. Um, and that's all on business. Um, that's all about um, how you create the revenue growth and then how you structure it. There's a heap of people on there already. We, we haven't even launched it yet. We're not launching it until November. Mm -hmm. um, so it's in beta phase. Um, but uh, you'll see that there's 500-odd uh, people on there already. Um, they're all doing different things. Um, and there's different groups there that, that are now starting to form to see how they can uh, uh, shift and, and come together as a community uh, to shift their industry and help uh, benefit society. Tim Dwyer, thank you so much for your time and thank you so much for sharing with all the practitioners out there. And I'm going to say giving us like a little bit of a kick in the butt um, because we are industry shakers, but... In, in what we do in our art, we're really good at our art and um, we need people like you to help us um, see the vision and how the industry and understand how the industry is changing and where our role is in that and not be stuck. So I just want to say thank you. I really appreciate it and I think all the listeners appreciate it as well. You're most welcome. Beautiful.